0: Good morning, and a big welcome to the first 2020 episode of Article 23, the podcast all about making work work. I'm Rhonda Brighton Hall, CEO and founder of MOI, Making Work Absolutely Human. And for the first two 2020 episodes, we're going to do something very, very different. You see, the beginning of 2020 has been, particularly in Australia, absolutely overwhelming and intense. And they are the two words you hear all the time: intense, overwhelming, intensely overwhelming whoever you're speaking to, um, and it comes from bushfires, coronavirus, furious tweeting and anger at politics, all sorts of things. It's just so exhausting. So we wanted to open the new year and indeed the new decade with two very unique perspectives that ground the value of work and working in the very simplest and clearest and realest terms that we possibly can. So I have two guests with me today. Daniel.
1: Hello, hello, everyone
0: and Grace. Hi. I'll tell you a little bit more about why we've chosen Daniel and Grace to be here today in just a moment because what we're going to talk about in this first episode is people who are just starting their careers literally right now. Uh, In the case of Daniel and Grace, one of them starting this week and the other one starting the week after next and we want to talk about your plans, your fears, your hopes. What does work mean to you? And then next week, we're going to do the opposite. We're going to talk to people in their 70s and older. We've got three people standing by, looking back at their working lives. What mattered most? What did they value? What did they miss? What advice would they give us all that are still working? So today, we're going to talk to newbies at work. Right? Newbies at work. <laughs> that's and us. we're only going to use... That's you. And so for the, we're only going to use first names because I want you to feel comfortable to be as honest and real as you would like to be or can possibly be. So welcome very much to Article 23, Daniel and Grace.
1: Oh, thank you very much. I feel very welcomed.
0: Good to be here. Now, let me add some details about why we've chosen you both. So this week we've been filming and talking a lot about the future of work, and there are two fields that are getting all the airwaves. The first of those is science or STEM, and the second is art, creativity, and storytelling. Now, gone are the days of getting a job from school or uni and going through to year 60. Everything has changed. Work looks totally different, So these two fields are really the two most amazing fields that we're all talking about at the moment because they're giving us such interesting lessons. So Daniel, you're a scientist, quite specifically an environmental scientist, so very topical for this summer here in Australia.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, the bushfires, global warming, (laughs) (laughs) yeah.
0: We hear you, we we can feel it, we can (laughs) win. So we've just finished your master's and Mm -hmm. by definition you will be, have to be, a lifelong learner. Everything you know in science and the environment is changing.
1: Absolutely, Nothing is set in stone in science. It's always changing. It's always improving.
0: And Grace, you've just finished film school. I have. With specialties in production design, drawing, and writing. That's true. So by definition, you're a storyteller. Literally a storyteller.
2: I I am literally a storyteller. (laughs) And I've tried to make it as difficult for myself as possible by choosing the only creative career that you cannot do as a single person. (laughs) So... (laughs) So you need friends. Yeah, all for free. So, <laughs> um,
0: And you will be living by definition what we call a creative life. And from talking already, um, it seems that's already happening. So one week or one month, you'll have three jobs. And next month, you'll have no job. And that's sort of how life will work. Um, so when we look to the, two, to the future, those two themes, lifelong learning and totally inconsistent designs of work, are everywhere in everybody's job. But these two fields, they're really out in front. So... We want to hear your voice as you step into the world of work. first question: how important do you think work is? What are you really looking forward to?
1: Oh it would have to be the independence um, for the last five years i've been it's been feeling like I've been living a half life it's It's been <laughs> other people's um, wills and desires and you know whether it's my professors or my parents it's um and you know, financially as well it's i've i felt like i've lived a half-life and i just i can't wait for that independence to take on projects and just it's it's my work and um i have the independence and the space to do it and um yeah it has it has to be the independence for me
2: great great start grace what are you looking forward to i actually i really do feel that um like kind of like feel like you're living a bit of a half-life because i'm really looking for a sense of fulfillment yeah my work and i feel like um up until now a lot of my work has sort of relied on you know just like working really really hard and giving everything for other people's projects yeah and Mm -hmm. with like this kind of sense of like oh yeah do it do it all because it's the only project yeah kind of thing instead of helping people yeah yeah you're more aiding other people instead of genuinely putting your like your energy into something that matters
0: that matters to you and it's important Yeah. Mm.
2: yeah that's it's yeah, a great place to start. Good, yeah. That's a great
0: place to start. So, how have you found getting started? What's been easy? What's been hard? How's it uh, been looking?
1: It's been a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> a, oh, absolute nightmare! You just,
0: Has any of it been
1: easy? Uh, it's never been easy. I think. <laughs> um, yeah. I've, I. I. Um, when I first started my master's degree, I, I decided, oh, I'll get a job in my field in in the environment.
0: Honorable um, intent. Honorable intent,
1: exactly, <laughs> and. Um, It it never materialized. I put in resume after resume after resume. Like I I went for it for months. Like I spent all of my first year trying to find desperately a job in my field, part-time, casual, whatever. I was I was getting to the point where I was just like, Don't even pay me money. I just (laughs) I just want something on my resume. And I couldn't get anything.
2: Like you're just running in, like just give me like a like a handful of peanuts. Just, like, oh,
1: <laughs> oh look, uh, look, a, a a crisp high five would have done it for me. Yeah. Um, Pat on the back if, if that
2: does it. Like please.
1: and nothing materialized. And it and when I say nothing materialized, nothing didn't hear it's a word because We
0: yeah. have the most amazing automated AI based recruitment systems. That automate responses to you, so you're literally getting nothing back. You just put resumes, nothing happens. Absolutely oh, yeah. nothing back. I would have a, been,
1: oh, sorry, I would have been so happy if it was just a, compu- a computer-generated uh, email saying, "Sorry, you didn't get the job." I would have been happy with that.
2: Yeah. Wow, no, that, that would have made my day. And I feel like there's a story about like, hey, oh, resilience. Like, put yourself out there. People are going to kick your teeth in, but it's like no one is giving. No one has the time to kick your teeth. in. <laughs> like, that's how unimportant you are. It's like you are not worth the time it would take to slam the door in your face. <laughs> like they just kind of look at you until you leave their porch oh so. my goodness mm. so everyone is listening to this that's in recruitment you need to get out
0: to a couple of industries that are clearly clearly struggling with their recruitment practices <laughs> and that's unforgivable that is absolutely unforgivable in 2020 not yep. to get responses at all
2: but you can't call them unforgivable because like what, what are we going to do about it like yeah you never work again yeah
1: <laughs> yeah exactly yeah you can't, make, you can't make a stink you can't Yeah. <laughs>
2: So
0: let's leave the start bit behind. I'm so glad you both <laughs> put that behind you. We're actually starting to work now. So what's the thing you're most looking forward to in your first year or two of work?
1: Um, trust. I want to have um, trust uh, from my boss. Like, So my boss can turn to me and say, Daniel, we've got this project. Um, it's yours. And it, for my boss to have the trust for me to work... Also in a team, but act yep. independently and do my own work without someone looking over my shoulder and saying, "Oh no, you're doing that wrong." You're... And so, <laughs> I would I would love to have trust in, from my um, in, from my fellow peers and from my boss to be able to. Work on my own. That's a great. That's a great
2: ask, Grace. What yeah. would you add? I mean, I think that's really cool. It's sort of like you don't really want to be babysat.
1: Exactly. Like your work. I want. I want to be an adult. Yeah. You um, own your work. Yeah. Exactly. Cool.
2: And I feel like with like the owning your work thing is that I would really like a sense of clarity from my work. Yep. Like I feel like um in film school and like in the few months afterwards, everyone who approaches you kind of has this weird ambiguity around. It. So they'll just kind of roll up and be like, "Oh yeah." something for this project and you don't know where it's going you don't <laughs> really know if you're going to be credited you're not really sure if you're going to receive anything in return you're just kind of like there and then you don't hear from that crew for the next two years oh okay so like so they just, just vanish
1: so you're just in the void
2: oh yeah exactly like I like I worked on a film in like 2017 like early that year and I still haven't seen the cut oh every like wow. I, I you know and then I'll hear a rumor about how it looks but the director won't show me Oh, wow. So I'm really hoping that, you know, through my, like... Through, through your work that it contributed to yeah, something. Yeah, that I know what it is so I can, you know, see that impact. Great. And I guess, you know, things like money.
0: Is oh, yeah, oh. That's, that's good. Oh, yeah. got it.
2: Sure would like to get paid. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> there is this thing with cre- the creative industry where um, you're sort of not supposed to want money. Like, you're supposed yeah. to be like, it's for the children or it's for my craft but it's like i would also like to buy food for my cat uh, I, would, I would also <laughs> like petrol um, petrol yeah both important clothes, clothes. <laughs>
0: um and the field that you do like production design does cost money so there's something oh, yeah. even when you work for free you have to put something out there right, exactly so, yeah, it's, it's like amazing. even if
2: my time isn't worth anything to you like a liter of latex is worth something yeah specifically 30 that, bucks
0: that's sort of, <laughs> wow so that sort of <laughs> That actually goes on for life. I I would get a call every week where someone asks for a hand. And sometimes people do need a hand. I'm always very generous. I always want to help. But every so often you'll get someone in there. Like on their fourth or fifth ask. Mm. And you still, why don't you just take half a day of your life? And I'm like, I've only got so many half days in a week. And I've given you lots of half days. And like, Mm. there's enough. I need to feed my cat and stuff like that. (laughs) Or my puppies. So... When you run work or a team, from what you know already, what are the lessons that you're already going to take on as a leader that you think will be
1: important? Absolutely clear direction from your boss. It is, it is makes and breaks a workplace, in my opinion. But um, So, yeah, I've, I've worked in places where there was no clear direction and it's just chaos. Great. The, need, the boss needs to come to the meeting with dot points and say, this is our direction. And here's a skeleton of how we're gonna do it.
0: So they're jesting they need more than a dream and a few buzzwords? Absolutely. <laughs> Saying I'll need
1: to promote synergy between this product and this product and to interdependently make these. Oh, it's just, you no. Know, you, need, you need direction, you need clear, concise wording, and just say, this is our objective, here's a skeleton on how we're gonna achieve it. Honestly, Perfect.
2: I feel like that's incredible. And I think the only thing worse than like what Daniel just was describing just then with like the vagueness is someone who knows exactly what they want and refuses to let the people around them help with it. Like, I've been on sets where the directors just, like, run into the makeup room and been like, yeah, you need to add more compact powder. I'm like, that's not a thing. (laughs) That's not a thing we're using here. So it's the market management. Let me do my job. So it's
1: it's the market management, isn't (laughs) it? Oh, yeah. Like,
2: I think the best thing you can do in a position of leadership is to acknowledge when you don't know something and know who to trust to do that. Mm.
0: Right, okay. Absolutely. So if we could synthesize that
2: (laughs) down to advice for leaders the
0: advice from our newbies to work is that if you're a leader have a plan know what you're doing and if you don't know what you're doing ask someone who does Mm. okay that's good advice so many years from now you're both looking back at work what do you want to have achieved
1: well mine's very specific to my um industry so I am an environmental scientist, um, but I want to I want to look back at, at the end of my career and look at all the things that I fixed. I want to say there's that forest over there that I fixed. It was contaminated, but I fixed it. And I I would um, as working in it as a team. And I want to say that my hands were on on that project to fix it. And I want my kids to enjoy that environmental space i want i want there to be years from now there to be a forest that's that was contaminated but now fixed and i can take my kids there and show them that yes i i put my hands into this and i fixed it and now you get to enjoy it yeah
0: wow that's an amazing purpose
1: like that's
2: no that's that's incredibly noble yeah
1: it is noble i want to i want to have a positive impact on the world in terms of the environment.
2: got a couple of fire grants you might like to step
0: into. <laughs> Give them a hand. Well, um, Grace, what about you? What are you going to look forward to looking back on many years to come?
2: I think I really... I, the thing that I've been striving for is I would like to look back and know that I've created something or ideally multiple things yeah. that have connected with people Yeah, and I feel like that's what's so special about like the creative industry is that although it's grueling and annoying and just so obnoxious it's the only way that you can create something like as a group that connects to so many people yeah it has such wow. an impact on people that you will never meet but yeah. you're sort of you're sort of joined to everything through it yeah i think that's wow. really beautiful well,
1: yeah no doubt you'll make something that changes someone's life
2: oh yeah Yeah. like you can make a film that two people see but on the off chance that one of those two people loves it that makes it worth it
1: yeah
0: your answers are so wise like it's 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 incredibly cool and i you know as as you guys enter the workforce the contributions that you'll make over the next 50 60 years Mm -hmm. um i'm really looking forward to that i mean it's going to be really amazing and i guess all of us that are in the workplace now need to make space, that people are coming in for their first day on the job, are coming in with purpose and ideas and wanting to make a difference and, and giving them space to do it, or giving you guys space to do it. So I wish you absolutely well. Thank you both so
2: much for joining us. Thanks okay. for us. And for your incredible wisdom, which is... <laughs> oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it's very difficult for me. <laughs>
0: we we wish you both every success keep your sense of humor which you gained from thousands of resumes with no responses um we'll be keeping in touch (laughs) we'll be keeping in touch and seeing how you go um thank you and next week as i said we're going to be looking at work from the other end looking back from retirement And I cannot wait for that conversation either because I've got a funny feeling there's going to be lots and lots in common, even though we're not going to tell them what you said because I just want to see whether the synergies is there to use that word, Jack. Look forward to listening to it. Yeah. Mm. In the interim, if you're listening and you would like to connect to us, absolutely jump on www.moir.live or sign up to our newsletter, which comes out every Friday. Thank you so much for having us. Great big moi from us. See you next week. Moi. Bye. Bye.